0: What is up guys and welcome back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. you chilling with your host Dylan again today. Um, it is Black Friday today, and uh I woke up and I was like, do I really want to participate in this materialistic holiday? And I was like, uh, not really, but I'll go check out what it's all about. And, you know, I kind of just, like, I realized, like, you know, all these people are, you know, like, rushing around and they're getting in all these pissed-off moods and all of this just for stuff in hopes of getting approval from the people that they think love them. And, you know, I was like... Why would you have to go through all of this trouble just to see if somebody, like, appreciates you, you know? Like, you should be enough as it is. Um, You know, I get the whole thing, you know? Like, we want to get, we want to show people our appreciation for them through tokens, like gifts and stuff. But, you know, we have this whole day set aside after the day of Thanksgiving, you know, we kind of just take away all of our thanks that we gave and say, fuck you to the guy that's driving slow in front of us or, uh, you know, it's like a complete reversal of what the day before is all about. Um, You know, it's instead of giving thanks, it's all about getting. It's all about me, 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 me. And, you know, like pushing people out of your way just so you can get this like flat screen TV for a hundred dollars cheaper than what it used to be. Um, so, you know, to me, it's just like a day of reinforcing the idea of lack and scarcity. And, um, you know, like this, I, you know, it's like there's this competitive aspect of it. Like you better get here first or else you're a loser, you know. And it's like, why do we even have this type of day you know what is this all about why you know who's who's making this a thing um and so you know I went about I went out to some of the stores you know just to see what's going on you know I I don't really know what to get anybody um you know I'm at a point where I know it's not about the stuff it's not about the physical things it's about you know these holidays they're meant for coming together and uh you know being grateful for this this gift of life um you know that's the real present under the tree it's not all this stuff you know it's nice it is nice it's a nice little pleasure but you don't really need it you just want it and um you know that wanting of those things you know you're never gonna be fulfilled from any of those physical things you know you might get some temporary pleasure out of it but you know it's nothing lasting you know eventually you're you're gonna see that new tv as nothing special and you're gonna be back to how you were before you even had the tv um because you know the tv it's not it can't give you anything you know it can you can see stuff on it you can listen to m- music on it you can do all this but you could have done that before through some other means and got the same effect you know like um and you know I feel like it's like if you're if you're getting getting gifts for people on this black friday holiday type of deal you know like all while you're shopping for these gifts, you're not doing it from a place of, you know, spending your time, you know, selecting these things, really putting any thought into it, you're just kind of, like, rushing it along, and, like, you're full of all this negative, like, energy, like, I want to get the fuck out of this store, all these people are stupid, you know, all that kind of stuff, so, you know, like, you're not really thinking of the person when you're buying buying them the gift. You're just thinking of getting the stuff. And, you know, like... That's really what makes a gift a gift. Is the thought of the person. You know, the appreciation of the person. So, you know, I will gladly skip this day to... Um, buy anything for the people I love. You know, I will gladly go on a day when I can spend my time and not feel like I'm rushed around just so I can save a couple bucks you know money doesn't mean anything to me if I'm showing my appreciation to somebody you know it never should be that you know money should not equate to the love and respect you have for people you know you if you really love somebody it doesn't matter the price tag doesn't matter if you want to get something for someone as a token of appreciation, it doesn't matter what the price is. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, if it makes you... If you think this person would like this and you think that they'd appreciate it, then get it. It doesn't matter. You know, in the end, it does not matter. You know, you're not losing anything. In my eyes, if I'm spending a $100 compared to $50 on... uh you know, something that I think somebody would love, you know, why wait for that sale? Why, you know, in the long run, it doesn't matter. You know, I'll make that money back. I don't care if I do or not because it's in that moment I want to get this thing to show my appreciation for this person. And, you know, I I don't even look for things to show my appreciation, you know. I can come along and tell somebody how much they mean to me, and that will be more valuable than any gift on the earth on the planet you know if they're if they're grateful for it, you know, like you know my family we're at a point where it's like I don't even know what I would want for christmas, you know it it's pretty much we're all just on the same page, like no idea, like it doesn't matter. Um, and I like that because it's, it doesn't feel like I have to get something for somebody. Because when, when you feel like you have to get something for somebody, you know, that's just conditional love. You know, you feel like your love from that person is based on conditions. Like, you have to meet this and this and this criteria for me to love you. Uh, but in my family, it's like, you know what, like, it doesn't, I couldn't give less of a shit if you got me anything or not, like, you know, that's why I love, that's why I love, and, you know, a lot of, it's sad, because a lot of people these days will see that as weird, or, like, sad, but, you know, in the end, it doesn't matter, we're still spending the holiday together, we're still, you know, coming together, and being grateful for each other, and enjoying each other's presence, um, and we don't need the aid of something outside of ourselves to do that. And you know, I think that's even greater than, you know, all of these these families who think that their bond relies on on material things. You know, uh, in my eyes, you know, all of this stuff in the world, it's just props. It's all props. And um, you know how you view it is. What that prop is in your life. You know, like I've said before, this world is a stage and the only actor is God. Um, So, you know, like I view my life as kind of like a play. Um, You know, I see it as whatever I say things are to me is what they are. You know, if I think something is really important, then it's really important. Um, You know, I can't explain why. That's just how I feel about it. And so that thing is my prop. But that thing itself has absolutely no meaning other than what I gave to it. You know, I said it was really important. And, you know, it's kind of like this whole, like, play where the the actor, which would be me, is uh, in a state... You know, this is one of the scenes in the in the play where he thinks that he needs something. He thinks that there's this urgency, and he places it on this thing. And, um, you know, the whole scene plays out. He thinks it's important, and he goes on this whole journey to obtain that thing, and then he gets the thing, and he realizes that that's not what was important at all. That's not what was important at all, um... So, you know, in my life, I I see it as, you know, it's just a play. It really is a play. You know, all of these things, they're just props. And they play the part in my life that I assign them to. So if I say something is like, oh, I have to get this. I have to get this. You know, I'm going to play my part. Um, you know, I'm going to act like the needy beggar person who will do anything to get this thing and then get it and uh be like okay why like what was even the point and be just as lost as i was before i went on this journey um so you know like this this black friday thing to me is just like you know it's just like this big play where where all of these people all of these actors come together uh, in a state of need and lack and want and, uh, greediness and, you know, all this, um, and they, their end goal in this play is to, you know, give love to people and give appreciation, and they think that these props are the means of doing that, and so they assign all this importance and all this worth to all these things And then they go out and they play this part and, you know, they associate this day with uh, a lot of competitors and, you know, all these people that are against them. And, you know, then their whole shopping experience is just filled with people who are pissing them off and cutting them in line and they don't ever realize that they assigned those parts to all the characters, you know. When I went to the stores, I was just like, I'm first in line. I'm the important shopper here. You know, I if I want to buy something, I don't have to wait. And, you know, every store I went into, it was like, I would not have had to wait if I wanted to buy something. You know, like, whenever I'd look at the lines, there'd be somebody leaving and they'd be the last person in the line. And I could have easily grabbed something and went up to the counter. Um... And it's all because I told myself that I don't have to wait. You know, I'm the actor in this play and you know, all of these all of these other people are only you know, they, they have their own life, they have their own reality where, you know, they're the main actor, but you know, everybody else around them will play the parts that they that match the part that they're acting from. So, you know, all these people that are like, oh, there's a competition at, at Walmart. You know, they're going to get to where their imaginal scene is, where the, the play takes place, which is Walmart. They'll go to Walmart and all of a sudden there'll be all these actors that they they assigned. You know, they this, this actor in the play walks in and this actor in the play is playing the role of someone who is in competition with everybody, someone who is um you know, they they're in a state of needing and wanting and, you know, begging for all these things. So then, you know, they're in a state of not having all these these things that they think they want. And so they'll go to the flat screen T V department and they'll see that it's all sold out and that and then they'll see somebody else buying the T V that they wanted. And then they'll go to the other department and find out that the thing that they want isn't there because they're in a state of not having it. They're in a state of um you know seeking and not finding. They're in a state of uh you know they're playing the part of the person that doesn't have everything that they need for their play. And then they'll they will find something that they wanted to buy or they'll settle for less. They'll settle for less. You know, they'll buy the the other TV that they did not intend on buying, but they'll buy it and they'll settle for less. And then they you know they're in a state, you know, they they feel like everybody is in competition with them and they feel like the lines are gonna be long. And lo and behold they get to the line and it's this massive thing and they are like, wow really and, you know, the whole time they are not aware that everything worked out perfectly for them. You know, their imagination fulfilled itself all the way. Um, so, you know, when I went to the mall, I just was like, you know what? If I want to buy anything, I don't have to wait. If I want to um, find something, I'll find it. You know, if I, if I want to um, not feel crowded you know I'll have my space and the whole time you know all these other people were surrounded by people but it was like by me there was just this open area that I could just walk and um you know I, I'd go into the stores and again you know if I really wanted to buy something I wouldn't have had to wait in the line and you know I even ended up seeing a couple people I knew and having a jolly old time at the mall and I didn't even buy anything So, you know, I went against, like, the whole purpose of this, quote-unquote, holiday. Um, And, you know, it turned out to be an extravagant day for me, and uh, it was lovely. And I even ended up going to, I was like, man, forget this. Like, you know, my family doesn't even, you know, they don't even know what they want. So I don't feel like I'm in a rush to, you know, buy anything for anybody. And, you know, I know that's not what it's all about anyway. So, you know, I'm not in a rush for it. Um, You know, I'll gladly, you know, take my time to select these gifts of appreciation for my loved ones. You know, I'll put time and effort into it. I'm not just going to, you know, stoop lower just because there's a sale on something. You know, that doesn't matter to me. You know my if I want to get something for somebody, I will get it and bring it to them. It doesn't matter what the price is, it doesn't matter how limited it is, it doesn't matter. If I want it, I'll get it. Um but yeah, I ended up just leaving the stores cuz I was like, "Ah, you know what? Like uh, it's kind of crowded around here. There's a lot of chaos going on." Um, You know, I just have fun kind of observing it, just watching how people will just, you know, go about and, you know, just do all these like horrible things to themselves, you know, in their mind. You know, they're, they're sitting there thinking that there is like some competition going on and, you know, it builds up all this tenseness and anxiety and, you know, they never, they don't have a fun time doing it. You know, I had an awesome time. Just going to the mall and seeing how many people were there and how amazing, like, how full of life the mall was. And, you know, if I wanted to buy something, it would have been, you know, I would have got a deal on it, which is cool. You know, that's not why I went there. Um, I just went there to kind of see what's going on. Um, So, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of, it's not funny because it's, you know, it it kind of makes me a little sad, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what, like, in my mind, I told myself that this was going to be a busy time, and, you know, I told myself that all these people will be rushing around, so, you know, they played, they played their part in my life, you know, they played the parts that I assigned to all of them, um, you know, but in their world, it was their own decision. You know, they chose to play that part. You know, we're all working together as one because this whole world is a stage and we're all the actors in it and the only actor is God. Um. So, I just left the stores and I went to uh, Lake Harbor Park and just walked around in the woods and got connected with nature a little bit and, you know, it was like this amazing experience, you know, I just felt so connected to everything, um, you know, I've been having this feeling lately that, like, you know, I really am, you know, all of us, not just me, when I say I am, I'm talking about all of us, you know, this is, this can apply to anybody who wants to listen to it, you know, it's not just me exclusively, um, you know, I just feel like I am, cared about in this universe like I feel like I'm like one of the chosen ones which we're all the chosen one you know any other person could have been in my place I could be a completely different person but here I am being me you know I'm a chosen one you're a chosen one everybody who exists is a chosen one you know you're not the way you are on accident you know you are you on purpose because you you fit you fit into this universe perfectly you play a part that no other person could play and you know i'm just kind of realizing that like you know there's all these like aspects of myself that are so unique and so beautiful and you know i'm like this is like why i'm supposed to be here you know I think of myself as a particularly funny person and kind of witty. And, you know, I I play that part perfectly. You know, I play it perfectly. It's natural for me. And, like, you know, if I was supposed to be any other way, like, I couldn't be funny. I couldn't be witty. I couldn't be all this and that because I just wouldn't, it wouldn't be me. But, you know, I'm realizing that there's all these, like, natural parts of me that have been there from the start. And, you know, that's where I shine bright. And, uh, you know, I, I've i just realized that, like, you know, most of my life I've tried to fit into... Tried to fit in to be, quote-unquote, normal. And, you know, uh, conform to society... And, you know, suppress what I want to do so that I can please everybody else. And, you know, I'm realizing, like, you know, what I want to do is what I'm supposed to do. You know, that is the role that I play in this, this whole thing. You know, there's no wrong or right way of life. There's only my way in my life, you know. And that applies to you, the listener. This applies to you there's my way isn't right for you the guy to your left that's not that's his way not your way you know you are the way you are the truth of your existence you know there is you're already who you want to be you just kind of covered it up you just hid it from yourself because it wasn't like everybody else but you know that's 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 what makes this world awesome is everybody is different. You know, everybody has these unique parts of them, but we all just kind of like suppress them so that we can, you know, fit in or something or, you know, please the world rather than exploring ourselves. And, um, you know, I'm realizing that there's a a lot of parts of me that, you know, I haven't, owned i haven't accepted because i i feel like i need approval from somebody else you know i got to be like hey is this okay if i if i act this way is it okay if i like uh randomly blurt out a funny inappropriate joke in the middle of a conversation like, you know, I don't need to ask anybody's approval to do that. You know, I only have to ask myself. And if I feel like it's right, then I do it. And if I don't feel like it's right, then don't. Um, you know, there there's no other authority in my life anymore. You know, there's nobody else. You know, even when it seems like somebody else is telling me what to do, in the end, it's me who's telling me what to do. You know, the... This person could come up to me and be like, hey, you need to quit cracking jokes like that. And, you know, that's just a suggestion. You know, it's just a suggestion. And in the end, I'm the one. I'm the one who says, yeah, he's right or no, he's wrong. You know, in the end, it's me. And this goes for everything, everything. You know, there's no other person choosing for you there's no other person telling you what to do it's all you it's all you and um you know i'm realizing that i don't have to bow down to anybody i don't have to you know i don't have to suppress myself just to make somebody else happy because even you know i can never make anybody else happy that's a choice too and i can't make anybody else choose anything that's all you Um, you know, so in the end, it's like, would I rather choose to, you know, express myself or suppress myself so that I can just have the hope of having this other person be happy, which I have no control over. I can't control how happy anybody is. I can control how happy I am, though, simply by accepting what I want to do and doing it. That's it that's really it you know there is no other way of life you know you are the way i am the way we're uh, we all have our own way of life and no way is wrong or right you know in your life you decide what's wrong and what's right and that's what's wrong and what's right to you you know what's wrong to you might be right for me what's wrong for me might be right for you but in the end it's it's None of my business what you think is right or wrong. It's none of your business what I think is right and wrong. You know, we all have our own ways. And that's just how it is. You know, there's no... There's no... There's no way around it. You know, that's just how we all are. We all have our own ways. And if we were supposed to be different, we would be. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just been a very freeing day. It's been a very freeing day. You know, I'm realizing that there's just all this optional stuff in life. You know, the the world tells me I need a job. The world tells me I need to make this much money to be successful. Well, in my world, I don't have to have a job if I don't want to. This amount of money does not equal success because money does not equal success to me. Money may be a product of success, but money is not success itself. In my world, you know, in some people's world, success might be a billion dollars. That might be their definition of success. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly all right. That's perfectly fine. But to me, it's not, it's, that's not the end goal. The end goal is to always, always come closer to, you know, full self-expression and full love for myself and just allowing things to flow out of me Without any resistance, you know, if I feel like doing it, do it. That's that's what I that's my goal is to just, whatever I feel is right, do it without second-guessing yourself. Without questioning yourself. Because I'm finding that anytime I go about my way not second-guessing myself, it always turns out fine. It always turns out 100% okay. It always goes how I want it to go. Or even better, you know. And that's my goal is to just, you know, find out what my way is, find out how I see things and, you know, stay true to myself, you know, not I don't want to spend my life bowing down to somebody else in hopes that I get a paycheck in hopes that I can survive at home just to go home and survive for, you know, two thirds of your day, one third of that day you're sleeping. And then go back and work at a place you hate. And just hope that you can survive another day. You know, that's not why I'm here. That's not why I'm here. That's a bunch of optional stuff that I don't have to do. And nobody has to do that either. But we all feel like we have to and so we have to. You know, it's all based on your feeling. And you can change your feeling at any time. If you, you know, there's been times where I'm working at a job. And I all of a sudden just feel like, nah, this ain't the place for me. I need to quit. And, you know, I may resist that for a while. So I kind of hold it off. But in the end, I quit. And then I found a better job. You know, that's just the the way of life. You know, like, in order for things to change, like, you got to allow that change. You know, you can't be sitting at your job wishing that you had a better job without, you know, doing something about it you know without following that that feeling in you that says like oh if you want a better job quit this job you know like there's so much fear around it there's so much fear of change you're like oh but if I quit this job then I'll I'll be without money so what so what you're not here to make money you're not here to survive you're here to find out who you are and what you want to do with this gift of life. It doesn't matter how much money is in your pocket. You'll figure it out. And that, that fear, you know, we let that fear control us. We let that control us. And that's what makes us weak. You know, there's nothing else in the world that makes you weak other than fear. That's the truth of it. You know, if you're afraid of something, you're weak against that thing. But if you have no fear of it, you're not weak. You're strong. And you can take it on. Because it's it's less than you. You know that it's nothing, no big deal. It's just a thing. And it can't hurt you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was walking around and in the woods and I was like, you know what? This, like, imagination creates reality thing is just more and more real every day. Because I'm noticing it. In everything I do, you know, I literally cannot go somewhere without first imagining the place. Without first seeing it in my mind, you know. If I, if I, I could not go to the mall this morning if I didn't first imagine going to the mall. You know, just think of it. If you didn't even think of it, if you didn't even see it in your mind, like, you wouldn't go there. You wouldn't you know, it's just weird, it's, like, it's not weird, but, it's like, you just predetermine where you're gonna go, and, you know, like, while I was on my way to the mall, you know, there may be obstacles along the way, but the whole way, the whole ride, I knew where I was going, I knew where I would end up after this journey, You know, the whole time, my senses, my physical senses didn't even tell me that this mall existed. You know, it was all in imagination. It was all in my mind where this mall existed. You know, my mind showed me this mall and I agreed that it was real. And then, you know, I just knew how to get there. I didn't have to ask anybody how to get there. I just knew how to get there. And this whole thing unfolded, and you know there might be bumps along the way. You know there were a couple traffic jams, a couple slow spots in traffic, a uh, couple people driving all crazy. But you know I I see that now as you know if I was supposed to get there any faster, I would be there faster. But you know maybe these people are are going slow. And I'm being slowed down so that I can avoid something that could be life-threatening. You know, so I don't complain about how slow things are anymore. Because I know that it's all working out for for me. You know, my imagination is fulfilling itself. And this is just how it's doing it. You know, I set the intention of, of being at the mall. And I saw myself there first. You know, I... In my mind, I saw the mall. I saw all the cars in the parking lot. I saw all these people walking in and out of the mall. And I said, "Yup, that's where I'm going. I had faith in that, that imagination, which at the time, my senses did not tell me that there was this any mall to speak of. You know, my I wasn't seeing it with my physical eye. I wasn't feeling like I was in the parking lot. You know, I was at... Uh, wherever I was at, uh, before I was at the mall, you know, that's where my senses told me I was, but in my imagination, I said, I'm at the mall, I'm at the mall, I'm seeing the mall, and I believed it, you know, I just accepted it, and then this whole thing, this whole thing unfolds, and I'm, you know, I know where I'm going, and it doesn't matter how what the the traffic is like. It doesn't matter what anything is like. I know where I'm going, and I know that's where I'm going to be. And so the imagination fulfills itself. You know, I, I got to my destination. I got there, and I saw the people in the parking lot. I saw the cars in the parking lot. I saw the mall, just as I did in my imagination before I went there. And, you know... As soon as I got to, as soon as I leave the spot that I was at where I first imagined it, that place is now in my imagination as well. It doesn't exist anywhere but in my imagination. You know, I can think of that place. I can imagine it. But as soon as I, as soon as I imagine it, I have the choice to either say, yup, that's, that's where I will be. That's where I'm at right now. Or I can just be like, nah, I'm good. And you know, we do this, we do this all day, every day. Just watch yourself. Just watch. You cannot possibly do anything without first imagining it. Becoming aware of something that only exists in your imagination and calling it real. And agreeing to it. And consenting to it. And so this, this happens, this happens all day, every day. You know, all those arguments that you have with people in you, in your physical world, you first imagined it. You first imagined it. Otherwise, it could not be. You know, I've had this with friends. I've had this with family, where in my mind, I first, you know, I argue with them in my mind, but then I'm not aware of what I did. And then I come across this this physical event and... I'm arguing with them, and I think it's just their fault. I think it's all them. I blame it on them, but really what happened was I argued with them in my mind first, and I, you know, I felt like it was real. I had all the feelings uh, that I would as if it was a real thing. And then I come across that event, and, you know, most of us don't recognize that we first imagined that, and then we blame it on some outside circumstance, but. It, it's all you're doing. It's all you. You know, there is no other person against you in your life but yourself. And so, you know, I've had times where I become aware of how I'm just arguing with people in my mind and seeing how that's happening in my world. And then I go in my mind and instead of arguing with them now, I just have lovely conversations. And then the arguing ceases to be in my world. It ceases to be, you know, I've had friends that, you know, I, it wasn't like arguments, but there'd just be a lot of stuff that I wouldn't agree with, you know, all these like judgmental things coming my way, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, it was all because in my mind, I was judging that person. I was doing all this horrible stuff with them in my mind. And then it was projected. It was projected. My imagination fulfilled itself. And, and so I changed it. I changed the script in my mind. I stopped arguing with them in my mind. I forgave them and just acted like nothing ever happened. And in my mind, I moved on to something more lovely. And then that was projected. My imagination fulfilled itself in that way. And so, you know, this, I'm realizing that this is, you know, this is how change happens in the world. It's all change in your mind, you know, it's spiritual change that causes the physical change, you know, this body that I find myself in is just a costume for the actor, this is not who I am, this is just a physical representation of a spiritual body, of a body that i have in imagination which you can see it too you can imagine yourself to be somewhere and in your imagination you have a body you have a a arms and legs and everything that you have in in this physical world it's in your imagination too when you close your eyes your senses aren't telling you you're not seeing a body but it's there you believe that it's there and so it is you know you 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 believe that you have a body and so you have a body. Um so you know that it it's really cool because you know I'm realizing that there's nothing in my life that has any power over me at all. You know, the way people act towards me is simply how I act towards them in my mind. How they act towards me in my mind how I perceive of them. You know, I had a cool, a cool little experiment with this the other day, uh, before I went over to my aunt's house. I simply just imagined that she was telling me that she just got a bunch of money. You know, I didn't set an amount. I didn't, you know, set any expectations. I just heard her say that she got a bunch of money. And, um, You know, I just felt like what I saw in my mind was real. You know, I treated it like it was a real thing, like it was the real event. And I was satisfied with it, and then I just moved on. I just moved on and kind of forgot about it. And then I get to uh, her house, and first thing she starts telling me is that she won all this money on these lottery tickets. And I was like, "It, it evoked the same exact feelings in me that I had when I imagined it. But plus that extra bonus feeling of like, yo, I totally like know what I did. I know how this event came into my life. And, you know, it's just a truly freeing thing. You know, it's just amazing because, you know, it really is, it really is just that. It's just a, a miracle. Um, and, you know, while I was in the mall, I also had, there were a couple times where, uh, I, I just felt like I was being judged and looked at and all that, and, you know, I'm starting to become aware of when I do this, so then I can just be like, hey, stop, knock it off, like, that's just, you're creating that, like, um, and so, you know, I I realized that, you know, the only reason I'm finding people like looking at me or whatever and feeling like they're judging me is because I'm feeling like that. You know, I'm attracting things based on my mood, and so naturally I'll look over and find somebody who is looking at me. I will naturally, you know, look at the people who I think are judging me but in the end, it's all just me judging myself, and I had this, like, I don't know, it was, like, a pretty interesting moment where, you know, I realized that all of these physical things, including the body, you know, my body is just a prop that I'm animating, you know, I am the animating principle in this body that is making it move and all that, you know, I'm not the body, I'm the feeler, I'm the animator, I'm the mover, I'm the thinker, I'm you know, the consciousness in this body, I'm not the body itself, I'm not that, um, you know, this body is simply my costume, on this this stage, where we're all actors, and the only actor is God, um, and so, you know, I realized that, you know, when I felt like I was being looked at and judged in all this, you know, I was in the state of that I was in the state of being looked at I was in the state of being judged and you know I was playing that part that was the role I was playing in this scene and everybody else around me you know I would find myself like interacting you know not like talking to anybody but like you know I'd look over at people who were choosing to play the part where they are looking at me and they're, you know, they might be judging me. I can't tell, you know, I can't tell what I'm the only thinker in my world. You know, as far as I know, I'm the only person who can produce a thought in this world. You know, I can't prove that anybody else is thinking. I can't prove that anybody else feels anything, but I can prove that I do. And then I project that onto everybody else. You know, I project These feelings of judgment in myself. You know, I'm judging myself. So I'm in a state of being judged. And then I project it outward. And I find people who are looking at me. I find people who are, you know, may or may not be judging me. I find people who confirm to me that I'm right. And it's all, you know, I'm not... I'm not choosing what these people are doing. They are choosing on their own, but we have this connection. You know, we have this connection. And so, you know, they think they're just looking at me. But in my mind, I know that they're looking at me only because I'm looking at myself in a judging manner. You know, they think that it's, you know, their own choice, which it is, you know. Somebody else could play the part, but they choose to play that part. And so they are... It's so hard to explain. It's so hard to explain. But they are simply... You know, they're not the state. You know, they are just the person in the state. So I can't condemn them because they're only in a state that is fulfilling my imagination. So I can't say, oh you're a horrible person for judging me, you're a horrible person for looking at me, you know, I can't say that, because I am the one who created that event towards me anyway. I'm the one who created that. And so I can't be mad at them, I can't condemn them, because they're simply passing through a state, a state of being that matches my state of being. They're, I'm, I'm, an actor playing this part, and they are also an actor playing their part, and, you know, we meet on this stage. I I hope that makes sense, but, you know, when I realized this, I realized that there's, you know, I could be anything I want, you know, I don't need physical proof of it, you know, just as a person can have a million dollars, and then they you know, look away from their bank account. Well, at that moment, there is nothing telling them that they have a million dollars but their mind, their imagination. In their imagination, that million dollars is real. And so it is. Every time they check their bank account, there's a million dollars there. Um, But that million dollars, it's just a symbol of what they they believe in imagination. It really is. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, You know, all these beliefs in hard work. You know, we believe that hard work pays off. Well, that's the only reason hard work pays off is because we believe it. In our mind, you know, we we see that I'll get a paycheck after I do all this work. And you believe that, and you trust that thing in your imagination. You know, at that time, it halfway through the week, there is nothing telling you that you're getting a paycheck. There is nothing telling you but your imagination. Your imagination says, there's this paycheck for you on Friday. And you're like, yup, that's real. That is real. And so on Friday, you get a paycheck. And you think it's because you worked hard, And all this and all that, but no, it's simply because you believed, you believed in your imagination. That really is all that it is. Um. You know. So what if what if you just believed that you were receiving a million dollars every day, that was something normal to you, you know, in your mind, when you first wake up, you're like, oh, there's a million a million more dollars in my bank account, and you feel. Like that's real. You feel the reality of it, and you continue to feel that. And you continue. Anything else that denies that, you're just like whatever. Well, eventually, that would harden into a solid reality that everybody else could see too. It wouldn't be some fantasy anymore. It would be a. Re- it would be even more real. And it's because you made it real in spirit first. You gave. You were a life-giving spirit all day every day you're a life-giving spirit you're giving life to things in your imagination you're these things that are not seen by the senses you're giving life to them you're giving reality to them by saying that they are real you're a life-giving spirit and who who do you know is the only life-giving spirit you know the only one that i've ever heard of is god you know we we all have this ability we all have this ability you know, you're already everything you want to be, but your disbelief in it is what keeps it from being a reality. It really is. Um, so, you know, all day, every day, I'm having fun doing this. I'm having fun doing this, and, you know, it it just, like, it's so amazing because I'm so much more honest with myself. You know, I'm, I'm realizing that, like, all of these weird ideas, like, that there's such thing as lack and scarcity and poverty and, you know, all these horrible things. I'm realizing that that's not something that I told myself how the world is. You know, I never told myself that. Somebody else told me and I believed what they said. That's really all it is. I believed what somebody else said over what I wanted to be true. That's it. And then I I acted as if it was true. I started feeling like it is true, and so it is. And so it is, you know. But as I'm changing these beliefs, like you know, I'm just finding more and more and more truth that I am the truth. What I say is true in my life is true in my life. No ifs, ands or buts about it. And you know this is true for everybody everybody in the in the universe is their own truth you know there is no objective reality it's all subjective it's all subjective and so there is no one one truth you know i guess there would be one true reality but it would be all realities you know like all realities make up the entirety of reality as what it is but, you know, on this personal level, you get to decide. You truly do get to decide what your life is like. You, decide, you know, you don't decide how everything unfolds. You don't decide when. You just decide what you want and believe it and it will come. It will come to pass. I can't tell you when. I can't tell you how. Nobody can do that. But I can just tell you that it will happen. All you have to do is occupy the state of already having what you want. Already being what you want to be. You know, you have to just occupy that state in consciousness. In your mind. You don't have to do anything physical. All you gotta do is just believe it. Believe that you are now the person that you would want to be. And act Act as if it's true. All in consciousness. You don't have to do anything physical. You know, if you're if you're trying to, you know, believe that you're a millionaire, you know, you don't have to... When somebody asks you to go out for lunch, if you don't have the money for that, just pass it up. Pass it up and, you know, but don't let that tell you that you're poor. Don't let that tell you that you're not a millionaire. Just see it as you didn't want to. You didn't want to go out for lunch. You know. Like. It's all in consciousness. Really. It is. And you know. As you start to open up to these ideas. You'll realize that it's true. You'll realize that consciousness is the only reality. And the universe is mental. And imagination is the creative power of God. That's it. That's it. You know. It's. It's a freeing way of life. Uh, To me, now, it's the only way of life. It's the only true way of life. Anything that says anything otherwise, to me, is just a bunch of false baloney. You know, call it irrational if you want, but what is rational? What is, you know, normal? There's nothing normal about what is happening right now. You know, just the fact that we exist, like, what? What is that, like, how is that just a normal, like, you know, how is it not, like, mind-blowing to anybody anymore? How is it not just, like, this marvelous thing anymore? You know, it truly is just, like, you know, this whole thing called life is just full of mystery and wonder. But then there's these people that say, oh, I know it all. This is how it is. Well, that's how it is for you. That's how it is for you, but that's not... You're only getting this small glimpse of what is true. You know, everything is true. Anything that can be true is true, but on a personal level, you get to decide if it's true or not for you. Anything exists. If you can think of it, it exists. In your imagination, everything exists. You know, the if if you if you go to the bathroom and you leave and you think of the bathroom, how can you prove that the bathroom is there other than in your imagination? How can you prove that it's there? You can't because your physical senses won't tell you that it's true, but your imagination is like, yeah, if you go that way, like there's a bathroom over there. Well your senses aren't telling you that. Your senses don't tell you anything other than your imagination is tr- true. Your senses don't tell you anything. You know, you're, you're not looking. Like I said yesterday, there's a difference between what you're looking at and what you're seeing. Right now, I'm looking at a hill. I'm looking at a hill. But to me, you know, I have meaning behind that hill because I've been up there. So in my mind, I can see it from the top. I can see the parking lot while I'm looking down. I can see the hill from the top. I can see all of these memories that I had up there. But I'm not looking at that. I'm just looking at a hill. I'm just looking at this form, this physical thing. And it has no meaning in itself. It's just there. But in my imagination, that's where the meaning is. That's what that hill is to me you know so this 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 stuff is 100% true in in my experience you know i can't prove it to you you have to prove it to yourself you have to convince yourself of it but as you go throughout your day just watch just watch before you go anywhere before you do anything just watch your mind before you even do it there's an imaginal act before and that imaginal act fulfills itself it does. It, like, every time. Every time. There is... You know, when you when you suddenly have an itch, you imagine yourself itching it, and then you itch it. You know, it really is. It Like, you can argue with me all day, but that's just how it is. Um, and I will stand by that until the day I leave this earth, because it's the truth, you know? I can't really think of any other explanation for the things that happen in my life and you know I like it this way a lot more because it makes me realize that anything that's going wrong in my life it's not because the world hates me it's not because the universe is against me it's because I'm just fighting against myself there's an error in my thinking you know this world I'm I'm realizing that this world is already perfect but Just the fact that I don't see it that way is what causes me to see the imperfections. You know, every day I look in the mirror now, instead of seeing imperfections, like, you know, if I have a zit somewhere, I'm, you know, I used to be like, oh, that's so disgusting, a flaw. But now I see it as like, nature is beautiful, man. Like, it can really do anything including taking that away if i want it to but i don't make a big deal of it i just see myself as i'd like to see myself if i don't like the acne being there i just i don't see it you know i might look at it but i don't see it i see a clear a clear face that is lovely and it goes away it goes away because I'm not focusing on what I don't want anymore. I'm focusing on what I do want. And energy goes where attention flows, baby. But uh Yeah, this episode I think was really good. Uh I hope you all had a wonderful Black Friday. Um Especially if you were like in a shitty pissy mood all day. Like, oh good to you. good for you, man. You gave in to society. Um but until next time, I hope you have a good time. Uh, again, I have the Reddit page, r slash Conscious Creation Club. And I have the Anchor listener support on. And you can find that in the Spotify bio, I believe. Um, yeah, if you ever have any questions about this, the Reddit page is like a good place to, to go. Um, I'm always trying to post on there. Um, sometimes I get distracted or whatever but you know it's whatever oh this is kind of cute there's a whole family taking some family pictures on that same hill i was just talking about but uh peace i hope you enjoy your holidays and uh i'll see you later